Welcome to Fixed Body Group's podcast. On our show, we speak about our lifestyle-based approach for permanent change. My name is Dr. Sean Brobeck. Each week, we'll be helping you with better daily habits that will improve your health for a lifetime. We believe you must be proactive when it comes to taking care of yourself and others around you. Our current healthcare system is broken, and we help you navigate your journey to health independence. Today, I have Chelsea on the show. She and I have worked together for four years at Fixed Body Group. She's a corrective exercise specialist as well as a certified athletic trainer. She has great concepts on fitness, and she also helps people navigate their goals and makes fitness fun. Uh, So she's going to share some of her tricks to make sure that we realize fitness doesn't always have to be inside the gym. She also is an aerial acrobat, and uh, she's going to discuss her journey into that and why she became an aerial acrobat. If you want more information on Chelsea, you can follow her at Buff Aerialist on Instagram. Hi, Sean. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? Doing great. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Very excited to have you on today. I think you're a wealth of information, and I think you have so much to share for people that um, are frustrated with fitness and potentially have been doing so many things for many years and not achieving results. And uh, for those that are listening, Chelsea and I have been together, working together for four years at Fixed Body Group. She's a certified athletic trainer, uh, strength coach, and corrective exercise specialist. What's unique about her is she really dives into people's lives and uh, figures out what could be better for them on a day-to-day basis outside of potentially just simply working out in the gym every single day or a few times a week. Uh, So thank you for being on the show. I'm going to pick your brain a bit so we can help people navigate fitness in an easier, efficient, more effective way. And I'm glad to help. I think what we spoke about yesterday is is really important, is that movement can be medicine. And uh, why don't you break that down for us and what that means? Well, movement as medicine is something I've been telling my clients for a long time. And health and nutrition is a big key in that. But moving our body is how we stay active. It's how we keep our heart healthy. It's how we keep our body in motion. And we, by keeping our body in motion, we take away the aches and pains. I'm sure everybody who has been working at home recently has noticed that their body might be falling apart a little bit more just because they're sitting at home and they're not moving as much. Right. And being in a gym isn't necessarily the answer just going on simple walks and or doing hot yoga or playing with your dog in the backyard is something that can just help us be a little bit healthier. That's right. We, you know, when you identify, when you identify finding, finding something that you like to do and making that exercise and fitness can be extremely rewarding and it can be habitual. Uh, and that's the thing when I feel, I fear that sometimes people feel like they have to be in a gym. Sometimes that's an intimidating, intimidating environment for some people and they don't enjoy it, which is why, uh, it doesn't become habit and the results become poor. Exactly. And that's the main thing I tell my clients is trying something new, trying something different. You don't need to be slaving away at a gym to see results. Um, you can be, like I said, just going on simple walks, finding a bicycle group. If you like to bike, finding, um, another, like a gym partner. If you do like the gym, uh, there's many different movement aspects that you can do if you just get out and explore the different options. 
And you just mentioned like gym partner and you know, this isn't a podcast about bashing gym because it's one of, it's my stress relief to go to the gym and, and be able to do whatever I want within that facility. And we're going to talk about what you do for yourself, Chelsea, in a bit, however, but finding a partner, somebody that's of like mind or in a similar situation where you can kind of co-labor together and support one another is imperative. Even if it's going for walks. I remember my mother would walk an hour a day with her walking partner who lived down the street and they would never miss it because they held each other accountable. That was for years exactly. and it becomes social as well. So you get fitness in with social. And I, I think some people um, can get that support if they ask some people that are, are close to them. Exactly. And especially now uh, in this time in everyone's life, uh, the social aspect seems to be missing a lot in our day-to-day lives. And I mean, just having that one person that you see every day that gets you out of the house or maybe comes over to your house, you know, it, it helps to help us mentally as well as physically. The, uh, I think doing what you like is of key importance, but that being said, doing what you like is can get you get, keep you in your comfort zone. And by keeping yourself in your comfort zone, um, ultimately robs you of what's amazing about life is, which is the experiencing different things and then realizing, Oh my God, I never thought I would like that. And now this is a big part of who I am. And, um, I know you've had that experience recently and, uh, do you want to share how you, um, got into Ariel? I do. So I, um, I was definitely a person that loved the gym, um, but I got bored in my routine and I was just looking for something different. I was looking for something to help keep me active, but I wanted a little bit more of that social aspect. The, the gym can be a, a lonely place if you're, you know, you go in there by yourself every day. Right. Um, and so I just, one day I just got on Groupon one day and I started to look around and I found this aerial Groupon and I was like, well, I'll go try it out. And I went and I tried it out and I fell in love with it. And now it's something that I do at least once a week due to COVID, of course, but I used to do it almost four to five times a week. And I started even performing at some point. And I still love it to this day. And now my fitness goals are trying to be better at that. So I look, I still go to the gym and I still go on runs and walks and things like that. But a lot of my goals physically are to make myself better at that. So, the, uh, when, so a lot of people listening may not know what Ariel is. Uh, so uh, describe that for us. So aerial, I consider myself an aerial acrobat, and aerial acrobats is defined as the art or the sport of an apparatus in the air. So it could be flying trapeze, it could be uh, silks, or people know them as curtains, Mm -hmm. it could be rope, it could be tumbling, um... Cirque du Soleil, if you've ever seen a Cirque du Soleil show, all of the acts that they perform, for the most part, tend to be aerial acts, and um, there's many different kinds of 
aerial apparatuses. And my three main ones, I would say, are silk, rope, and lira. Right. Can you would you would you mind sharing your Instagram so people can uh, source you and see what you're actually talking about? Um. Yes. So I have uh, an Instagram. Uh, Chelsea-SP and I do have posts on there of my aerial acrobat. Um, I have another Instagram that I actually started that's purely aerial only um, and it's uh, Buff Aerialist and that's uh, my other account. (laughs) Buff Aerialist. People, obviously, this is not a video podcast, but I will speak for you. Chelsea's extremely fit. Uh, however, I'm going to guess that when you took Ariel, you found muscles that you never thought you had before. I speculate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that kind of talks, that kind of gets into like what we discussed. This is a brand new thing for you. Never thought you would like it. You found a Groupon thing. So you go to the gym maybe for a really low price for a day or two or maybe a week. And now it be, has become almost your like your primary fitness passion. And, uh, yep. and I'm assuming that your body has changed as a result of this new, uh, this new, um, what do you want to call it a, a hobby, but this passion of yours. It, well, it has. And I would say it's definitely changed for the better. It definitely, it gave me everything that I was looking for that I felt was kind of missing from my day to day fitness routine. It gave me that social aspect I wanted I am basically doing a really aggressive stretching in the air and I'm still working on my strength and all of it is body weight. Right. I'm not lifting weights in the air, obviously, but I just love everything about it and it gave me everything that I was looking for. I, I mean, I've, I'll, I've seen your happiness over the last few years. Uh, it's, it's really inspired. I mean, I would just see a different, not a different energy, but a new energy about you so much so that I just was, um, forwarded a video from last year, a year ago, uh, a year ago, actually to this date almost <laughs> of you doing this, uh, upside down aerial move, wishing me a happy boss's day <laughs> on video, uh, which I thought was priceless. And so thank you again for that. <laughs> but again, I think going full, coming full circle, this is a situation where we all know the phrase, you're the average of the five people you hang out with most. Uh, yeah. so if you're looking for a change in your life and you know that fitness has to be a component of making a good change in your life, but you want to, so, the social aspect of it, we're not saying you have to go hang from silks from a ceiling. However, there are a lot of groups out there that people can become a part of to get around maybe four other people that can um, trigger you or spur you in the right direction that might be different than what the direction you're going down right now. And um, I'm assuming that that social aspect of Ariel has developed a lot of really good relationships with other people that you would never have come across if you didn't go down that path. That is very, that is very true. Some interesting people do Ariel, but I guess, I'm one of them. So <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely unique and we do not want you to change by any means. Uh, so let's talk about um, body scans and people relying on certain measurements and the importance 
of those measurements, but also accuracy of those measurements and how you should judge yourself based on these scans. What are your thoughts on that? So my biggest opinion on that is, one, I hate the BMI scale. And for those people who don't know, that is your height and weight um, multiplied and then divided based on that. It, it registers your BMI and that's what they go by a health standard. And if I were to go by my BMI, it says that I'm borderline obese. And I don't think that I am by any right. standard. And by doing a body scan, like the body scan that we have at six, or they have multiples at different gyms, you can, they have DEXA scans, uh, mobile DEXA, DEXA scans. And what that does is it accurately scans your body fat, your muscle mass, and your water weight. And it gives you a better representation of where you stand physically. And that's how I think the ideal body weight should be measured. It shouldn't be by a number on a scale. It should be by how much fat and muscle mass you have. Right. I agree. And there can be a lot of variation in these scans. And for everyone to get a DEXA scan, is that's not realistic. Um, no. So there is, and uh, in, in working with people, a lot of times it's these numbers that they get focused on. I, I have a wellness client I was speaking to yesterday and she was really concerned about her body fat percentage and where I wanted it at. And I gently remind her that it's, for number one, it has nothing to do with me and where I want her body fat percentage. But number two, we're re really looking at her internal health trying to help her with her brain fog, her cognition, making sure her memory improves and that she does that she can get back to multitasking. So her hair is not falling out and um, becoming full again. So she sleeps well, she's less irritable. She has a better relationship with her daughter as well as her husband. Those are the things that are, I think more important that you can generate from a good fitness habit outside of just being concerned simply about these numbers, whether it be body fat percentage or just to be very general, your body, your general, your overall weight. Uh, and I think that when a, a strength coach um, or wellness coach comes together with a client and understands goals outside of numbers, that's when a relationship can really take off knowing that they're not being judged based on a piece of technology telling them how good or bad they're doing. And I agree. A lot of people obsessed with those numbers and if they change, up or down, they, even by a little bit, they start to get a little bit more obsessed, I think is what I want to say. They, especially with women, we fluctuate a lot. And I've noticed that by just using a body scan for myself, I, from day to day, I can gain point. 2% body fat or I'll gain three pounds of body fat. And that just has to do with um, literally if I like worked out right before, am I hydrated enough? Like if my body fat technically, if my body fat goes down and my muscle mass goes up, then it's like, Oh my gosh, you're three pounds lighter or you're, you have three pounds more muscle mass. And I'm like, well, no, if you look at the numbers, exactly and based on what went up and what went down that changes the whole percentage yeah. and p 
people obsess with that number a little too much. And I think it should be about how you feel and how you look and how you can go about your day to day without feeling like you were saying, like mental fog. Like, can you get through a work day and feel energized or are you dying slowly at your desk? (laughs) That's right. And it can derail people. People can be doing really, really well on a program and look at a number, get some false information. It derails them even though they're doing really well. And that is more common than uncommon. Exactly. You know, and and we talk about feeling good, looking good, and being able to stay active and have energy and be able to come home and be like a spark at 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 your house. So you have that energy and and then the ability to be able to be with the people you love outside of your coworkers. Because when you come home, you're working, so you can develop a relationship that carries on forever with your spouse and your children. But if you don't have energy, then you're become that miserable spouse and nobody wants to be that person. And there's ways to, to uh, make sure that we don't have to go down that path because fitness and, and working and working out quote unquote uh, it's not about, you know, having that beach body or these washboard abs. I mean, it can be if you want it to be, but it's really about making sure you're processing your hormones or your hormones are have the ability to do what they're designed to do. You're processing food for uh, nutrition, which the body needs. If we're going to be exercising, exercising, we're going to ideally be less irritable. We'll sleep better uh, and obviously have more energy and uh, our brain is going to work significantly better. And that's the goal for fitness. There can be other goals. There are bodybuilding goals, uh, but it's like in general, for the general population, that's the goal of fitness to make sure that our body functions well and that movement is life coming back full circle. Exactly. I agree. Now you're, I just think, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think when it comes to fitness, everybody should have a goal that they're working for, whether it's written down in their head, on their phone, whatever, they need to have something that, helps get them out of bed in the morning that gives them a reason to keep moving and whether that's a person whether that's a goal for themselves like someone to hold them accountable or like I just want to be able to get through my work day and that's why I'm going to get out of bed because I need to make sure that I have mental clarity when I go to work today if and those goals are what help keep people motivated as well that's right. And I've, I've obviously had the privilege of working with you as a client. Uh, so for people that are unaware, I've have uh, severely destroyed my shoulder from playing rugby by dislocating it for many, many times for many, many years. And Chelsea was the one person that has helped me, helped me the most uh, navigate my journey through corrective exercise for one to show me new exercises that I w- was unaware of. Uh, I thought I knew all of them. Uh, but also to be motivating enough for, to help me um, realize that if I didn't stick with them, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I love. One being treating patients and two being staying very active. And uh, even for myself being in my profession and doing what I do, I still need to have that coach and that mentor and that person that's saying, hey, you need to do this or you won't be able to treat patients in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the big things that you do really, really well with fixed body group, that's one of your big jobs is to be a corrective exercise specialist. And then I'm navigating those um, goals for patients so they can live the life that they want. 
Are you able to share a little bit about your experience at Fixed Body Group and working with clients and seeing them go from an injured state to be able to be active and vibrant again? Um, I have. I I have a client that I'm still working with right now. Um, she came to me um, broken, uh, fragile, I would say is a good word, and she was looking for help and for guidance and she trusted me to help her get her to where she wanted to be. And by talking to her and working with her over a few weeks, I realized what she really wanted. And I, and basically what she really wanted is she's like, she just wants to be able to live a life without pain, but be able to do all the things that she loves. And so by giving her this, program that I designed for her I'm like I just want to keep you strong and I want to keep you active and by doing these things it'll help keep you able to do the things that you like to do for instance swimming she wants to be she wants to swim every single day for the rest of her life so I'm gonna make sure that she has a strong core strong glutes and strong shoulders to make sure that she can keep doing that for the rest of her life what I think fixed body, fixed body group does amazing across the board is that we listen to people where we, and it's not the first visit. It may take a few visits to get down to the root, the depth of why somebody is truly there and to really understand their why or their goals. And I think our empathy and our ability to listen to people so we can be selflessly serve them to make sure that we can get them to the point where they want to get is unique. Uh, and that's what makes us different is that we, we truly understand where somebody wants to go and then we deliver that. And most importantly, we hold people accountable to make sure that they accomplish their goals. I think that's the big one is making sure we hold them accountable. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, that's the part of being a coach. And as you know, um, doctors, therapists, whoever may be at fixed body group, we don't necessarily, we call ourselves coaches and mentors and uh, it's, it's their, our, our, the, our patients, quote unquote, they're not patients, they're clients. Patients means they're in an ill state and we're caring that for them until they get better and then we release them. We're not caring for people in an ill state. We're trying to get people to achieve certain goals that they need help achieving. And that's what a coach and a mentor does. And I think that you're absolutely incredible at your job. We're honored to have you as long as we have had you at Fixed Body Group. And I want to thank you very much for being on this podcast today, Chelsea. I want to thank you for having me, son. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. You too, son.